Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at iamcanvasativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at iamcanvasativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at Podcast. You can also check out and subscribe to our podcast on Anchor FM, iTunes, Stitcher, the Google Play Music Store, Pocket Casts, and other platforms like it. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs and spread this project throughout the United States and hopefully the entire planet. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon and support us. We plan on doing big things with our humble little projects, such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, doing on-field, and doing on-field work. By supporting us, it helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. Warning, Cannabis fam. As of the time of this recording, it's 11.52. We're approaching noon on a uh, Thursday. And it's as good of a Thursday as any Thursday to do a name and shame. Um, this is this is sort of a local story for me. Um, um, it's not it's not it's not going to be it's not Massachusetts, but it's it's neighboring New Hampshire. So there's some some bad news coming out of New Hampshire, and um, we have to name and shame all of these people. And I'm going to and I'm going to in, enclose in the show notes the cannabis opponents that are trying to, to strike down um, adult use legalization in the Granite State. So I'm going to read the article and provide my commentary on the fly. All right, so the article is from NHPR, and, um, and the article is titled, Marijuana Critics Seek to Derail Legalization Bill as New Hampshire Senate Takes It Up. Critics of marijuana are trying to derail a legalization bill in New Hampshire by questioning the cost of legalization in other states. What cost of legalization? What cost? What cost other than than things you're making up? Oh, we have to we have to we have to police the black market even though these dealers are are selling to grown adults. They're not harming anyone. They're not destructing property. They're not you know, doing anything that's hurting anybody or infringing on the rights of anybody. But oh no, we need all this. We need we need all this blue lives matter money so we can bust the black market. So I, I'm 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 guessing that's what these critics are referring to. Let me let me go on. They spoke today as as a Senate committee held its first hearing on the bill. Senate on the bill. Senate Senator Bob Guida a Warren Republican rallied opponents before promising he would lead the opposition in the Senate. We're going to name and shame this guy. Name and shame Bob Guida. This guy is going to be on the unemployment line. Mark mark my words. It may not be this year. It may not it may not even be next year. But on a long enough timeline, this guy is going this guy this guy this being 
being obstinate and being an, uh, an obstructionist on this issue that is a life or death issue to people, this should cost you your career, like being anti-gay in 2019, all right? We're, we're not going to just make this person famous. We're not going to just make opponents of cannabis in 2019 famous. We're going to make them infamous, period. Dr. Kath Catherine Antley, who was a co-author of the Vermont Medical Society's resolutions, this is another doc. If again, if you have if you have Dr. Catherine Antley as your doctor, get another doctor. Put her on the chopping block. Put any reefer madness doctor you have on the chopping block. If I find my, I mean, my doctor is kind of skeptical, and and you you know I've discussed sort of my disagreements with my doctor, and he's he, I mean, I've had I've had him as my doctor for um, two years, and you know he might have to be on the chopping block because, I mean, it won't be the reefer madness. I'm very good at sort of comp compartmentalizing. Like he was like, like in in some appointments he was like, oh, I wish you can be you could take more of that CBD instead of the THC. But then he wants to go on the other hand and prescribe me drugs that have have side effects that could lead to suicide or that could be even more harmful, you know. Um, it's just it's just it's just how it's just it's just the idiocy of, of some doctors sometimes. It's 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 it, you know, some doctors just don't get it. You know, there there are doctors I've I've. Like, like the doctors, like the doctor in one of the previous episodes in that panel, she got it. But this, this woman, this Dr. Catherine Antley, she don't get it. If she's your doctor, you live in New, if you live in New Hampshire and she's your primary care physician or your specialist, put her on the chopping block. Quote, unlike toasters or buildings or building roads or selling cars, the industry of addiction depends on creating a, a widget called an addict. She says during a news conference, someone with a substance abuse disorder, this person consumes 80% of the product. Well, that's a bold face lie. There's, there, there have been, there have been sort of, um, there have been like, like, um, some research about Colorado after they've been having adult use for several years. And it turns out, um, I, I can't remember the name of the article off the top of my head, but it turns out most of the people in Colorado and in adult use states are adults over the age of 21 using cannabis, buying recreational cannabis to use to treat a medical condition. Again, let me repeat that again. Most quote-unquote recreational consumers in Colorado are grown adults with jobs trying to treat common ailments instead of using pharmaceuticals. 80% of, 80% of the people using weed are not addicts. They're using it to treat a, 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 a illness. They're using it instead of Prozac. They're using it instead of Ativan. They're using it instead of dangerous Percocet or Vicodin. They're using it instead of immunosuppressants. They're using it instead of glaucoma medication. They're using it instead of gabapentin. They're using it instead of aspirin or, or, or Advil or Motrin or any, or any of those things that can mess up your gut if you use too many of it. Fire this woman as your doctor if she's your doctor in, in New Hampshire. 
The New Hampshire House voted earlier this month to pass the bill, which could raise as much as $32 million a year. It calls for the legalization of up to one ounce of marijuana for adults and establishing a commercial market in which marijuana would be taxed at 5% at the wholesale cultivation level and 9% at the retail level. Its chances look good in the Senate after Democrats put support for legalization into their party platform. Democrats have a 14-10 majority in the Senate. Today's opposition re received the backing of state GOP chairman Stephen Stefanik. Stefanik says that Governor Chris Sununu was right to oppose legalization or the legislation because marijuana remains against federal law. You know what else was against you know what was else was against the law? Interracial marriage. But we realized what a racist piece of shit that law was and we got rid of it. You know you know you know what it was federally legal hundreds of years ago? Slavery. Slavery was federally legal and people used the Bible to justify slavery. Just because something is legal doesn't mean it's good. And let me and, and let me go on. Let me let me put the icing on the cake. Let me put the icing on the cake on this. During during the Holocaust, it was legal for people to turn in Jews to concentration camps under the guise of just following orders. It was fed, it was it was federally legal in Germany to do that. Just because something is legal doesn't mean it's moral. State Senate, State Rep. Rennie Cushing, the prime sponsor of the bill, offered a different take during his testimony to the Senate Judiciary Committee. He said the bill puts New Hampshire in line with neighboring states. Prohibition has been a failure, he said. Good man. Guaida, who has supported medical marijuana, repeatedly called the legalization bill naive in his testimony. He questioned the health effects on granite staters, young and old alike. And he said that the black market is thriving in states that have legalized marijuana for adult use. Let me issue a mode of correction for this Guaida idiot. And we're going to put his, we're, we're going to, we're going to read his phone number and his contact information. So if you're in New Hampshire, you, you let, you let him know how you really feel. And, um, you let him know that he's going to be on the unemployment line very soon. So I'm gonna I'm gonna attach all these opponents um, or most of these opponents uh, um, um, information so you can so you can contact them. All right. Okay. So and then and then also the the black market thriving in states with adult use. That's a myth for one thing. The reason why there are black markets that initially thrive in states with a legalized adult use, in California's case, you had a you had a industry that was twenty something years old, and you had all these collectives, you had all these dispensaries, and you had it very loosely regulated. But despite the fact that it was loosely regulated, and I know people from California who who who've been patients since the nineties. Despite the fact that it was loosely regulated, it was very self-regulated, you know? P young young kids that, sh that shouldn't have cannabis weren't getting it. 
you know and there was and people weren't getting hurt by 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 there being such an unregulated medical cannabis market in 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 um in in California Colorado Colorado and I think Washington had re- regulated medical and you know had a black market when when adult use first started because the prices were high because there weren't adult, a lot of adult use stores for everyone to go to we're seeing the same thing in Massachusetts you don't have a lot of adult use stores. You only have 15 in the in, in, in a state with almost 7 million people. Of course, people are going to still see their guy instead of driving driving an hour away, d- parking their car, and then taking a shuttle, and then waiting two hours in line to get a $60 eighth when their guy will 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 come, will drive to their place, place their apartment or house, a place of residence, and give them a $30, $35 eighth. It's no brainer. It's a no brainer. You want you want to know you want to know what doesn't have a black market? Oregon. Want to know why? Ounces are fifty bucks. When weed is that cheap, and when dispensaries and 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 legal options are that cheap and abundant, no one feels the need to to use the black market. The black market is redundant in in Oregon because legal weed is just it, it's fifty fifty dollars an ounce. You can buy two ounces for a hundred bucks. There are no other states in this country you can do that. And they don't have a black market. Why? Because it's so gosh darn cheap. When you have weed being $6 an eighth or a dollar a gram, then of course, of course you're going to, of course you're not going to have a black market. But until then, you're going to have to give it time or make an easy low barrier entryway for people in the black market to start dispensaries or sell to dispensaries. Bishop Jethro James from from Paradise Baptist Church in New Jersey was one of the critics joining Guida at the State House. He worked against legalization in New Jersey. He said New Hampshire should be wary of the cannabis industry. I'll tell you here in New Hampshire, you have a chance to change the lives of your children and your grandchildren. He said, what about the babies? What about the babies? What about the babies who have crippling epilepsy and are thrown powerful pharmaceuticals and can barely and, and can't even they can't even talk to their parents? What about the children who are on the aut- who who have severe autism and are self-injuring themselves and CBD oil or CBD oil with traces of THC is the only thing that helps it. What about that child I just mentioned that has epi- that has crippling epilepsy, and CBD oil or CBD with a ta- with with a CBD THC mixture is the only thing that helps them. What about those babies? That's the real question. I'm gonna turn that question right around on this on this bishop right now. The bill would prohibit consumption in public. See. See, the, the no smoking in public thing makes a, an appearance. I told you. I'm not the type of person that says I told us so, but I told us so. I fucking told us so. I fucking told you so. We're going to make this legal, but then we're not going to give people places to use. Imagine this happened with alcohol in the 30s. People would have riots. 
people would have there will be riots in on the streets in the 30s if 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 FDR were to ever suggest such a thing. Let me let me go on. Let me go on because this article gets worse. And provide protections for landlords and property owners. So again, they're codifying this in law. They're basically saying if you read between the lines with this law, they're basically saying cannabis is only legal if you own private property. If you don't own private property, your landlord can restrict its use and can evict you for using it. Cannabis is legal only if you only with people with the right income and who are homeowners in New Hampshire. This is this this is this is the status quo in all these fifty states that no all these ten states that have legal legalized with Nevada taking it a step further and making it a misdemeanor if if you smoke in public with a six hundred dollar fine. You heard that correctly. Cushing says that it includes regulations for testing, labeling, and public education with a system that pays for itself. He added that there would not be a cannibalization of New Hampshire's existing medical marijuana program end of article um i mean i don't really have much more to say um uh i mean this this looks like a very imperfect bill like or very imperfect legalization like all 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 these 10 states have done were you know they made a substance legal but gave you no place to use it if you're not a homeowner you know, like I've said in my in previous episodes, 40% of Americans can't can scrape together $400 for a $400 emergency. Most Americans are living paycheck to paycheck and aren't in positions to own property. God forbid you're an elderly person in elderly housing that's federally subsidized. What are you supposed to be? What are you supposed to do? Travel a couple blocks away, find a dumpster, and smoke? Is that what we want? Our elderly people that have paid their debts to society, and that are of low income, is that what we want to do to them by making these stupid laws? What about someone who has a crippling illness, but knows that medical marijuana or, or adult use marijuana could help it? But they're not going to consider it because they're in their lease. Smoking marijuana is forbidding because we, we've deputized it in this New Hampshire law and in all the laws in all these states that these landlords can have free reign. That's like, for example, that's like if that's like if a landlord prohibits syringes on his pro on her property because someone might use that said syringe to inject heroin or crack. That's that's the kind of logic we're going with here. That's the kind of direction we're going with 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 with, with this fake legalization, new prohibition BS. So um, like at, okay, so as promised, I'm going to get the name of this Guaida dude, and then I'm also going to and I'm also going to get the name of uh, GOP chairman Stephen Sefanik. So I'm gonna I'm gonna name and shame both those people. So just give me one moment. And we're back, and we're ready to rock and roll. I I pulled up the uh, information of these uh, reefer madness Republicans. We're going to put them out of office again. It's it. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. It may not even be. 
next year, but they're 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 up their opposition to cannabis bills is is socially unacceptable right now in 2019. These are these were the politicians we needed in the 90s, 80s, 70s, 60s. Maybe even some of the 2000s. But these are not going to be the politicians we need in in 2019. Cannabis saves lives. New Hampshire ranks second in opioid induce overdoses and deaths second in the fucking country your opposition to cannabis is literally killing people in your fucking state get your fucking priorities straight all right so the first person we're gonna name and shame is bob guida and he's from he's a republican from warren and his legislative office build build so his contact information, Legislative Office Building, Room 5, 33 North State Street, Concord, New Hampshire, 03301. His phone number is 603-271-7875. Again, his phone number is 603-271-7875. And his email address is Bob. G's and giraffe, I's and indigo, U's and uniform, D is and dinosaur, A is and alpha, at L E G. Dot state. Dot N H. Dot U S. And the next person on the name and shameless is Rep. Stephen. Stefanik, and he's a rep of Hillsborough, and and it's District 22, and his home address is P.O. Box 1015, Milford, New Hampshire, 030551, no, let me read that again. So his zip code is 03055 slash 1015. His email address is S-T-E-P-H-E-N dot S T is in Tom, E is in Echo, P is in or phonetics A is in Na A is in alpha N is in Nancy e, in e is in echo K as in kite at L E G dot state dot N H dot U S his phone number is 603 673 5-8. Let him know how you really feel if you live in New Hampshire. And that wraps up this uh, name and shame. And as always, stay medicated, my friends.